All right, we're back. We're back. And we're here to see some stuff about Sarah Garvey. And it's bad. Let's get into it. Hard Talk Radio. Live and uncensored. You may be wondering why I'm doing this. I'm doing this because uh, of the issue with just pearly things. With the fact of what she's pulling what she's doing could affect a lot of black content creators in the future due to her resources due to the people who bow down to her and the people who are you know the blacks that are siding with her and the whites that are showing their faces the whites who are racist showing their faces and siding with her so this is very interesting like i said the future of black content creation could be affected. So once again, as I say, let's get into it. Hard Talk Radio, live and uncensored. Fair use. Shout out to uh, Mike TV. Which was a uh, kind of hard to play in the beginning. I can imagine. But then I kind of got- the character was a bisexual character. Uh-huh. Right. Which was a uh, kind of hard to play it in the beginning, but then I kind of got used to it. Kind of got used to it. It's like, well, we spoke to the director and said, we want to do this in one take. We don't want to have to kiss each other more than once, right? <laughs> so um, the director said, okay, fine, as long as you do it, good. Convincing. Convincingly, then we'll, we'll do it. So um, we did were, it once. Were there tongues involved? No, there was no. <laughs> This is the type of stuff that, you know, degrades uh, blacks. Okay. And this is the stuff that many blacks who are still blind and ignorant will say, well, what does it matter that a man is doing this in his bedroom? What people are the people doing in their bedroom? Like a lot of ignorant blacks, whether they're overseas or they are in America, they don't understand how they're trying to program your children even program you to like a debased lifestyle that will harm black communities abroad and in America with their agenda. You have to be crawling under a rock for not understanding what they're trying to do to our kids and the family unit. What happens when someone turns you off? Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Damn. I've kissed a guy many times. <laughs> <laughs> hey y'all come look at this. My name's Charmaine. More like any kind of guy. <laughs> so easy, what? Can I get a number so I can touch on that bumper? <laughs> Mr. Nice Guy can't put it down like me. <laughs> well, I've always kind of been a sucker for a bad guy. The bad guy. <laughs> I don't know, Mister That's how they degrade you. All right, that's how they degrade blacks in Hollywood. Okay, in order to get your your um your role, 
you have to go through that sometimes. They'll make you wear a dress, okay? And the only one I know that has rejected that is Dave Chappelle. Okay, and they called him crazy for doing that. All right. It's not looking good, Sarah. It's not looking good, Sarah. Sarah, Sarah, Sarah. Whoa. Sarah, you got some explaining to do. Oh, Lord, oh, Lord, oh, Lord. You know what, y'all? I got to cue the thunder. I got to cue the lightning. Tonight, I need y'all to spam in the chat. Hashtag Sarah. Sarah, Sarah, Sarah. You got some explaining to do. It does put, you know, people saying those accusations. The only reason why he was mad was, and he came out with that video because things, the contract didn't go his way. But I will say this, even though the contract didn't go his way, nobody in their right mind would take that contract, especially if you've existed on social media way before pearly things. So that's kind of swings in his favor. Unlike, you can't say that about King Richards. You can't say that about Auntie Jenny. Okay. Can't believe she has a name, Auntie Jenny. <sighs> you know, King Richards, King Richie, Riches, 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 and many others who took that deal. If you've been on YouTube way before just pearly things and she's giving you such a crap deal like that that she takes the lion's share of the earnings of your channel that you have created you know you have yourself to blame and you made you made yourself to be her slave for three years and don't tell me she's going to let you go after three years after you made all that she's making all that profit off of you taking a lion's share from you for three years out of your paycheck you think she's going to let you go Um, I've got questions. I've got questions, and I want answers. That, that's all it is, y'all. It's that simple. It's that simple. This isn't an expose. This is not a hit piece. This is a man that has questions and is seeking answers, y'all. Come on. Let's get into it. Smash that like button. Likes are free. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't already done so. Hit the cash app. Hit the PayPal. It's up. And it stuck, y'all, because I done did some digging. I done did some digging. And before we even get to the digging I've done, before we even get to the digging, go ahead and put some black fists in the chat if y'all appreciate my meme game. <laughs> if y'all appreciate my, my self-taught graphic design skills. Come on, y'all. Come on, y'all. I think that's a very befitting photo right there. We got Massa Pearl, Plantation Pearl, with, with one of her subjects in her hand. And good little Uncle Tom standing right beside good little Uncle Tom supporting the plantation, riding for the white man. Oh, Lord, oh, Lord, oh, Lord. Say it ain't so, y'all. Say it ain't so. Before we get into this, I think I think to set the stage, we got to listen to Malcolm one more time. When slavery, when black people like me talk to the slaves, they didn't kill them. They sent some old house negro along behind him to undo what he said. You have to read the history of slavery to understand this. There were two kinds of negroes. There was that old house negro and the field negro. And the house negro always looked out. Sarah is two kinds of negroes. It's two kinds of negroes, Sarah. There's the negro 
that's over there in the UK helping Pearl build the plantation. And there's the Negro over here on Turtle Island who's been banging on her since day one. Eight months ago, when I was trying to tear down her empire, you were serving it, Sarah. Hold on, wait a minute, y'all. I don't think y'all understand. I think I got to drop a bomb for emphasis, y'all. Eight months ago, when I was trying to expose this crusty, racist, dusty, musty bitch, he was helping her. He was employed by her. He was down for the cause, for her cause, that is, not our cause. Not, not our cause, y'all, because let him tell it. Let him tell it. Um, he has a very interesting take on reparations, y'all. He has a very, very interesting take on foundational Black Americans. And ladies and gentlemen, um, right now, what we're seeing right before our eyes, we're seeing Operation Damage Control. Damage Control has been enacted. If y'all are privy to Saras' post that he made today, Sarah knew I was coming for him. Somewhere through the grapevine, maybe he heard me on Jason Black. There was thousands watching. Maybe he heard through the grapevine that I was coming, that Mike TV was coming for Sarah Garvey. Because guess what, y'all? He started making some cryptic ass community tab posts today. He started, he, guys, if, if, if a guilty conscience was a person, y'all, if, check this out, check this out, out the blue, out the blue. He learns that I'm doing a stream on him, and now he's making posts like this. Reparations are owed and deserved, but you're not going to get it by asking a morally corrupt nation to act morally. Why are you making a post today about reparations? Why are you trying to walk back, trying to backpedal your stance on reparations? Oh, because you know that Mike's on that ass, and you know that I go digging for receipts, and you know I'll find some very interesting things you said about foundational blacks and them getting reparations. So he said, you know what, let, let me put up a post real quick, damage control, damage control. Um, <clears throat> I want to make one thing very clear about reparations. I have said that black people in America deserve reparations. Actually, he said it's stupid. Actually, he cited multiple times as saying it's ignorant for us to want reparations, but let him tell it today. Come on, damage control. However, currently the USA owe China $1.1 trillion. What the fuck are you talking about this goddamn tether babble? You speaking about reparations is just as bad as just pasty bitch speaking about reparations. This is not your fight. This is not your plight. Mind your goddamn business. Worry about what's going over uh, on in, in your motherland. Worry about what's going on over there in, in Britain. Don't worry about us, but let him tell it. However, currently the USA owe China $1.1 trillion. Who do you think is more likely to get their money back, China or Black people in America? China is. Oh, Lord. So when he does the video on Pearl saying she has a colonial mindset, if that isn't the pot calling the kettle black, because you sure do have a colonized mindset to believe that we shouldn't even want nor hope nor fight for reparations because what? Because the USA owe China some money? Oh, let him tell it. Y'all put in the chat, where the where is this man even from? Is he Jamaican? Is he Nigerian? I know he's been over there speaking the Queen's English. He's full on indoctrinated. He's a full on Uncle Tom Sambo, but guys, let me know what his country of origin is. He goes on to say, why? Power and leverage. Black people in America do not wield power or leverage. What the fuck do you know about black people in America? Have you even been to the States? Y'all, this is, this is mad weird. 
This is mad weird. Somebody says he was born out of a Petri dish. <laughs> Y'all, I'm really wondering where this man is from. Whose man's is this? Whose man's is this? Power and leverage. Black people in America do not wield power or leverage. So essentially, it's like asking a bully back for your stuff. Y'all, even with his damage control posts he did today, he's still fumbling the ball. I'm still. He should have just choose his words better. He, But he can't help. The, the true words are coming out. Okay. True self has come out. And unfortunately, yeah, you do have that mindset. Now, unfortunately, when it comes to reparations in America, black Americans are going to have to attack the NAACP because the NAACP has proven to just be nothing more than gatekeepers for white supremacy and the Democratic Party to keep them keep blacks from getting reparations. Because one of the head leaders, okay, I forget, I think his name was Pastor Brown. Um, he's the one that turned down the five billion dollar um, deal to get reparations for black people. And when there was a meeting for that, the NAACP was to meet about the grievances that the people had, the black people had. He decides to go to Ghana when he has issues at home to deal with and to help the blacks in America with their issues. Okay. But Sarah Garvey Garvey should be more educated with black issues of struggle before talking about black American issues. Okay. I was born here. My heritage is West Indian, but I understand, you know, being black in America. I understand how you're treated differently because of your skin in America on your ass what the fuck are you talking about you ignorant ass tether you ignorant ass tether baby so us asking for reparations is like um essentially it's like asking a bully back for your stuff they see you as weak and annoying oh so you know how they see us i wonder is it because you have a colonized mindset sarah Sarah Gar- can somebody dox him officially and just give me his government name? Because I don't even feel right calling him Sarah Garvey. What kind of fake ass revolutionary shit is he on? Sarah Garvey. Sarah Garvey. Okay. Okay. Garvey is rolling in his grave right now, you Sambo ass coon. They see you as weak and annoying. Strategy is what I believe black people in America need. Who the fuck asked you? Why don't you work on the strategy out there in the UK? Y'all got whites rolling around in vans, beating up black immigrants left and right. Y'all shanking one another and shit, throwing acid bombs on each other. Why don't you worry about what you got going on in your own country and leave us foundationals out of it? We ain't worried about you, playboy. They see you as weak and annoying. Strategy is what I believe black people in America need. If you are too fractured and fighting amongst yourselves, then you will not get what you want. Oh my God, who asked you? Y'all, this is just as, this is just as off color. This is just as uh, terrible as listening to Pearl try to discuss reparations, y'all. Who asked you? And why do you have such a colonized mindset when it comes to reparations? It's essentially like asking a bully back for your stuff. Yeah, we tend to bang against the bully here in America while you flee from them and go move to Britain, right? You know, during the civil rights movement, we were going up against some bullies, i.e. the government, and we still got legislation passed. So um, I'm sorry, we have a track record of fighting and winning successfully while you have a track record of fleeing. Come on now. Come on.
And let's see what other damage control posts he made. After this one, he made, guys, a, a, a guilty conscience. A guilty conscience spills forward, y'all. Well, I would have never thought that he was he would get privy to me making a stream on him and feel the need to make these posts and try to backtrack. And let's see what other damage control posts he made today. If you want to be entertained when I used to act, I still can't post due to Super Karen. I used to act. Funny emoji face. So why all of a sudden, why all of a sudden today? Peep game, y'all, peep game. The same day that I'm about to do an expose, the same day I'm about to drag him for fucking filth, he now wants to share a seven-month-old acting reel, guys. He now wants to share a seven-month-old acting reel. Why does he want to share this acting reel? Because he knows I'm the king of receipts. And he knows that if I look into his past as an actor, there's going to be some very, very questionable. We need, <clears throat> you see, blacks need people like Mike TV. <laughs> it helps Things keep other, say. it helps keep other blacks who are in social media, who want to have a following to be kept in check because if they act a fool, they say something they're not supposed to say. This dude right here will check you hard. Okay. That's what I like about him. That's what I like about Mike TV. Okay. Because the reality is, is that a lot of times within these, uh, these fears of power of influence, sometimes most of the time, blacks only care about the money when they're in, high positions, they only care about the money, they don't care about actual, the black struggle. They don't care about fighting white supremacy. They don't care about actually being there for their people, okay? Because it's all about the money first. They don't care, as long as they get the money, they don't care if they're destroying their community, as long as they get the money. And this is why you had people like just pearly things, even when it came to Obama, okay? When it came to Obama, blacks were just in love with the symbolism of a black president but you didn't understand that white supremacy runs the U.S. government and runs the presidency. And when people tried to call out Obama, they were called everything but a child of God. But then when everything blew over, oh, you know, they will say, well, he was better than the other candidate. And they made excuses for Obama. Even till this day, they still make excuses. But never mind the fact that because of him, Gaddafi was killed because of him. All right, we have these problems with the alphabet mafia because of him. We have a lot of issues today concerning blacks, especially with the abortions. He could have had that he if he was a real strong person for black people, he could have talked about not women not getting an abortion, black men, you know, taking more responsibility. Okay? Not that you should have to because black man, you're an adult, black woman, you're an adult and you, you know, the, the issues, what happens when you do those things, go to Planned Parenthood, you're helping out white supremacy. You get to talk to the blacks that, you know, don't know any better. But unfortunately, he was just a puppet for white supremacy. And that's what I'm talking about. So in love with the symbolism, so in love with it. 
that you you let pearly things in it. And it was the black manosphere who welcomed pearly things into their spaces. And he had Sarah Garvey that was working with her. And the more he found out, the more he should have just dropped her. Especially when it came to the fact that he was trying to teach her about how the Europeans would have destroyed Africa. She didn't want to hear it. Oh, but you got black. You want to build your web, your brand with black people on the backs of blacks? Oh, I don't think so. But he didn't have that backbone. For so he thought that he would put this reel out there. So hopefully people just see this acting real and they just think oh Sara was just an actor he was on some shows no Sarah's a baby batch bitch Sara is down with some shit he shouldn't be down with see the difference between us foundational black americans and someone like Sarah garvey y'all know the story when um when they tried to put dave chappelle in the dress dave chappelle said no when they try to put dave chappelle in the dress when they try to have dave chappelle compromise his integrity his morality, his belief system. Dave Chappelle said no. Matter of fact, he said fuck it, abandoned his own show, left a fifty million deal, uh, fifty million dollar deal on the table, and he moved to Africa. Oh, look how us foundational Black Americans move when we're pressed to do things we don't want to do. But when Sarah Garvey is pressed to do things that he doesn't want to do in the name of uh, protecting or promoting or advancing his acting career, I wonder if Sarah stands on his square. I wonder if Sarah says, no, I'm not gonna put on the dress. No, I'm not gonna kiss a man. The character was a bisexual character, uh-huh. which was uh, kind of hard to play in the beginning. I can imagine. But then I kind of got used to it. Kind of got used to it. You kind of got used to playing a bisexual character? Oh Lord. Oh Lord, I don't wanna. That's why this acting, you know, doing acting, that's a dangerous profession because the effect it could have on your mind. Some of these actors, they're never the same. They never recover, okay? Because they have to have that mind to play that character. I mean, you could even look at uh, Michael B. Jordan when he played Killmonger. After that, he needed therapy. Okay, because he had to put himself in that mind straight of a, a mindset of a stone cold killer. Okay, same thing with Jamie Foxx when he did the Django. The things he had to do was embarrassing and humiliating, and he had to get therapy. Acting is not a joke. The characters you play have an effect on you. Some people lose their minds and end up in mental institutions. I know what you do, and in, in the. And the sanctimony of your own house. I mean, I don't. I'm, I mean, I'm. I'm questioning things now. I'm questioning things. I mean, a heterosexual man typically doesn't get accustomed or or used to or conditioned to acting like a bisexual. The character was a bisexual character, uh-huh. which was a uh, kind of hard to play in the beginning. I can imagine. But then I kind of got used to it. Kind of got used to it. But he kind of got used to it. But he wants us to see this acting real, guys. He wants us to see this acting real that doesn't have the receipts that I'm going to show. You see the damage control? You see the damage control? He goes on to say that he wanted to make the kiss real good. He wanted to make sure for them white producers that, that this kiss was real good. And he claims the reason why he wanted to kiss this man real good is because if he kissed him real good the first time, maybe he wouldn't have to kiss him again. It's like, well, 
we spoke to the director and said, we want to do this in one take. We don't want to have to kiss each other more than once, right? So um, the director said, okay, fine. As long as you do it, good. Hey, Sarah, you got some explaining to do. You said, okay, um, you know, I'm used to acting bisexual now. Um, I'm going to kiss this man. I'm not just going to kiss him. I'm going to make it a good kiss because I don't want to kiss him again. Oh, Lord, oh, Lord, oh, Lord. But but he wants to tell us we got an identity crisis. <laughs> oh, Lord. So in recent years, I've been watching the, um, the African-American community, right? And African-American community um, seem to be going through an identity crisis. That's just my own personal view. So what I've watched is African-Americans say that they're African-American. Then I've heard them say that they're, they're American. They're not African. I heard them say that they're black. And then came in, they said they're not black, they're Moors. Then they said they're not Moors. Then they said they are Aboriginal. Then they said they're not Aboriginal, that they are Ados. And then they went from Ados, which is American descendants of slaves, to FBA, which is... This is why ignorant ass tethers should mind their own fucking business because you don't know American history. You don't know that we're the most misclassified people on the goddamn planet. First, they called us American Indian. Then they call us colored. Then they called us Negro. Then they called us black. Then they called us African-American. Then they want to change us to POC. What are you talking about? This is that tether babble. Most of those designations that he listed we're not designations <laughs> that foundational black Americans uh, Sarah, gave ourselves. That's something that the U.S. Census Bureau put on us. And every oh, 10 man. or 20 years, they reclassified us and reclassified us and reclassified us. So what the fuck are you talking about? Mind your goddamn business. And above all else, why are you talking about an identity crisis when you look like you're trapped in the closet? <laughs> Hey, I'm just saying, y'all, when, when he did his damage control posts and, and he shared this acting reel and was like, look, guys, check me out. I used to be an actor. Um, for some reason, he made sure to exclude this footage. <laughs> My name's Charmaine. More like any kind of guy. <laughs> so easy, what? Can I get a number so I can touch on that bumper? <laughs> Mr. Nice Guy can't put it down like me. <laughs> well, I've always kind of been a sucker for a bad guy. The bad guy. <laughs> I don't know, Mr. Mr. Bad Guy. And what's my name? I was a bugger. Oh, that's literally the definition of bug dancing, y'all. That's literally the definition. If you're willing to buck dance for a white audience, if you're willing to degrade yourself to that extent to a white British audience. Oh my gosh, when you speak about people having colonial mindsets, you must be speaking about your goddamn self. You know what I think about? I think about Omar from The Wire, the character who played him. After he did that, he was on he died of a drug overdose. So 
It's not a joke, man. Acting is not a joke. Because you're going to remember what you did. What you had to do to get that money. I don't know. I don't know uh, any black man. There was a reason why they considered acting on the same level as prostitution back in the day. Who's going to go out that down bad? Like, I just, mm, see us foundational blacks. We have something called integrity. You know, we have something called um, balls between our legs. Maybe you got neutered on the way over in the banana boat. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But geez. Well, I'm going to say this. You know, you got African-Americans that will play the drag role as well to get paid. I mean, look at the dude that was in Sorry to Bother You, okay? He ended up wearing heels and wearing women's lingerie. Grown man who was in Get Out. Jesus, 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 y'all. And guys, the reason why I bring this up, not only are we highlighting the damage control he attempted to enact today, but let's call a spade a spade. For years... You were an actor. You were paid to put on an act. You were paid to put on a front. You were paid to act a way that you naturally do not act. So when you recently put on the black turtleneck and you want to dress like Huey P. Newton and have the Africa pendant and shit, were you acting, Sarah? Because we're going to get into it. We're going to run through all the receipts. And when we watch his video again with fresh eyes and a renewed mind, we're going to notice he says a whole lot of nothing, y'all. In his video exposing Pearl, he never once called her racist. Did y'all peep that? He never once called her a white supremacist. Did you peep that? Just like Abba and Preach and everybody else tried to give Pearl a cop out. Oh, she's ignorant. She's just young. Da, 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 da. He said, oh, she, she has a colonial mindset. What the fuck does that mean? Why are you on code still? Do people who have a colonial mindset not also act racist and prejudice and like white supremacy? But but he shied away from those words. He didn't want to call Massa Pearl racist. He didn't want to call Massa Pearl a white supremacist, but he wanted to say she had a colonized mindset because he was upset that contract negotiations didn't go in his favor. Damn, it looks like you've been colonized, my guy. <laughs> my name's Charmaine. More like any kind of guy. Squeeze there, what? Can I get a number so I can touch on that bumper? <laughs> Mr. Nice Guy can't put it down like me. <laughs> well, I've always kind of been a sucker for a bad guy. The bad guy. <laughs> I don't know, Mr. Mr. Bakker. And what's my name? A sexual yeah. character. Uh -huh. Right. Which was a uh, kind of hard to play in the receipt after receipt after receipt because i went through your catalog your catalog playboy i went through uh, four years of footage and i found some very very interesting remarks you made towards foundational black americans you're trying to build your wakanda quote unquote you're trying to build your wakanda in um america which the people on black wall street tried in 19 in the 1920s it's been already shown to you that it can be destroyed. 
you're trying to build. The disrespect, y'all, the contempt, the jealousy, the vitriol. Y'all ain't never built nothing akin to no fucking Black Wall Street out there in Britain or Nigeria or wherever the fuck y'all people from. But you got the nerve to sneak this Black Wall Street. Oh, but but you guys got destroyed. So we already see where that leads. What the fuck are you talking about, you jealous ass coon? You're trying to build your Wakanda, quote unquote. You're trying to build your Wakanda in um, America, which the people on Black Wall Street tried in, 19, in the 1920s. It's been already shown to you that it can be destroyed. You're trying to build your Wakanda. Jesus Christ, y'all. Yeah, Sunshine, what a defeatist attitude. What a colonized mind. Because it takes a real special colonized individual to flee the motherland and go move to Britain. The fact that blacks tried to build something for themselves when told that they, when they saw they couldn't get anything for themselves from the whites, they built something that showed that they could do things on their own. Even though it was destroyed, it shows that we can do things on our own. We can be independent. We can we can build, okay. And I hate to you know, I'm not gonna say I hate to say it. Mike is right because instead of looking at that as something of hope and something to admire and to achieve, for even blacks in Britain, it kind of looks like he's saying it with disdain. Forsake their native tongue and start speaking the Queen's English, y'all. This man speaks like he's in a Harry Potter movie, but he's supposed to be more African than you and me. Oh, Lord, oh, Lord. Mr. Garvey, you've got some explaining to do. But, guys, before we get on into it, before we segue into the next segment, smash that like button, y'all. We got over 500 people watching. Likes are free, after all. Hit that goddamn like button. And if you appreciate the content, hit the cash app, hit the PayPal. I do it for y'all, after all. And real quick, let me go ahead and drop a bomb. We had a PayPal, or excuse me, we had a cash app come through from the Geek Surgeon. Thank you so much for the contribution. I appreciate you. Let's go, let's go. So, ladies and gentlemen, some of you might be confused. Some of you might be like, uh, Mike TV, you were uh, you were supporting Sabra. Sabra actually came in the chat of one of your streams, Mike TV. You were supposed to do an interview with Sabra. What happened, Mike TV? Sabra sent you uh, a donation on the PayPal. How could you, Mike TV? Well, y'all, this is what happened. Let me take you on a full walkthrough from A to Z. You see, my original opinion on Sabra I, like most people, was caught up in the hype. I was caught up in the sensationalism. All I saw was a seemingly black man going against a racist white woman, and he revealed some information we were not privy to, i.e. some contracts. And many people at the time were like, nah, Sarah's just bitter, Mike. Sarah don't really fuck with us FBAs, Mike. You should look into Sarah, Mike. But I discounted all of that. I turned a blind eye to all of that, and I said, you know what? It don't matter. He blew the whistle. He's a whistleblower. He has to be for the people. He didn't have any financial incentive to do what he did, right? He didn't have any, any, any reason other than integrity to do what he did, right? I don't know, y'all. I don't know. I got some clips sent to me via email on Sarah Garvey. I've seen some things that Sarah Garvey has had to say, and I'm doubting his motives. I'm doubting his intentions because, once again, I was banging on this pasty racist bitch since day fucking one. Eight months ago, I was exposing her for her racism. And what was he doing eight months ago? He was protecting the plantation. 
he was helping grow the plantation. Don't get it twisted, y'all. Sarah was the plug. Sarah was the connect. Sarah was Pearl's way into the UK, into the Black audience. Sarah's akin to those Africans that captured folks of different tribes and then sold them to the white man, right? Because we know that the white man wasn't out there chasing down niggas and 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 tying them up in ropes and putting them in in, in nets and shipping up. No, 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 no. It was the African tribes that they had colonized mentally who did the bidding. And Sarah's Sarah's a goddamn Uncle Tom, y'all. If it, if it was back in the day, Sarah would have you niggas lined up to take a boat ride to the New World, and he wouldn't think anything of it, because once again, he been known what time she was on. He worked with her for over a year or two, and you telling me you didn't know she was racist? You didn't know she had white supremacist values? You didn't know? Nah, I call it cap. I call cap, y'all. I say, I say Sarah knew. I say Sarah knew exactly what he was dealing with, and he chose to turn a blind eye to get a bag. I said it. Sarah knew that she was racist. He knew that he was building a, a podcast plantation and he did what he had to do. He went along to get along, and he did it all for a fucking bag. That's what some of them do. This is the black manosphere. And sometimes you have black men who into the entertainment industry. This is what they do. They do this for money. Prostitute themselves because he probably thought he was going to get a sweet deal out of it. But he found out he wasn't. That's when he turned. But I'm happy it didn't go that way, the way he wanted, because now we know what we are dealing with. And I never really paid attention to pearly things. I didn't really. She says some cool quotes here and there. I'm like, yeah, okay, cool. But I never really paid attention to her. Just wasn't somebody I wanted to hear from. Now hearing this, now it's someone I definitely don't want to hear from. So does a man like that really have integrity? We already know that he's going to sell himself out like a little hoe so that maybe one day he, he makes it big out there in Britain, right? We already know he's willing to buck dance to that length to get on. We already know he rocked with a racist and a white supremacist for over two years, and he only went against her when he didn't get his contract. Oh, oh, y'all, what I want to do, what I want to do is let's go ahead and let's watch Sarah's original video that he released on Pearl. Let's go ahead and watch it, but let's watch it with fresh eyes. Let's watch it without the sensationalism. Let's watch and see if he actually calls her racist once, if he actually calls her white supremacist once, or if he tries to downplay like, oh, I realize she had a colonial mind, a colonial mind, a colonial mind. Let's see. Before we even get started. Tell them. If you have watched two or more of our videos and you have not subscribed, mm -hmm. then we have what, pal? B. Uncle Ruckus, is that you? She said, yeah, my token black. Tell him. Tell him. Tell him. You, you tell them. Listen up, blacks. Listen up. You tell them. We'll have beef. You, you tell them. Oh, Lord, the bug dancing. What do we have? B. Exactly, so you better get doing that right now. Before Tell we them. even get started, all right? Mm -hmm. If you have watched two or more 
of our videos uh-huh and you have not subscribed tell them then we have what pal beef what have we you was rocking with a racist and a white supremacist for two plus years letting her cut your checks and now we supposed to believe that you garvey up in this bitch you was rocking with a racist for two plus years getting paid and as soon as the money dry up now you want to come out against massa oh lord oh lord the grift was real the grift was real This is why I'm not pro-black. There's too many money-grubbing, backstabbing opportunists with black skin that will sell you out once you start putting yourself out there, really being for black people. The minute the white supremacists come up to them and say, listen, I want you to take this person down. I'll pay you for it. They will do it because it's about the bag. It's about the money. Brainwashed by hip-hop. That's why the black manosphere is such a joke because it's about worshiping women and if it's a good woman a good looking woman to the eye they will sell you out that's what they'll do a lot of it's just it's it's paramount that's what it is booty money and stabbing people in the back Lord, oh Lord, see, see how things work. Mm -mm -mm. Two whole years you rock with her. Got beef. Exactly. So you better get doing that right now. Over to you, pal. I'm making this video today that I didn't initially want to make. Oh, look, the actor is putting on an act now. This is the first. Hey, I went through four years of footage of this motherfucker. This is the first time I seen him rock a black turtleneck. <laughs> Let's just call a spade a spade, y'all. Let's call it. I went through four years of footage. Four years of footage. This is the first time I seen him rock an African pendant, y'all. So when it's time to put on an act, when it's time to put on a show, he's dressed up like a Black Panther. All, all he needs is the hat, y'all. All he needs is the hat. Come on now. Putting on a goddamn act. Just looks bad from here. The optics look so bad. I'm still waiting for that, uh, for the additional information about just probably things having these recorded uh, sex parties that are recorded by her manager. Ain't gonna call her racist once. Ain't gonna call her white supremacist once. He's gonna soft shoe this bitch. And you know what? You know what I wonder? If Sarah was rocking with her for two plus years, if she was reacting to Sarah's content before even getting to the UK, then that goes both ways. He had to have known of her content as well. So I ask you, Sarah, Sarah, did, did you also see these videos that she made with her token black girl, Jess? Challenged on the historical accuracy of Roots, Haley said, I tried to give my people a myth to live by. This instrumental use of history or <laughs> So you were privy to all of her content that she was making, dissing foundational black Americans, trying to rewrite our history, trying to downplay slavery, say it was embellished. You knew about that and you rocked with the Sarah? Say it ain't so. Yeah, so how would reparations work with the black slave owners? Would they owe reparations or? Because it wasn't about race to them. They got their slavery and they're like, oh, they got, sorry, their freedom, not their slavery. <laughs> they got their freedom and they're like, oh, I know how to run a plantation. Let me start one. Wait, 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 Sarah, 
you're born and raised in Britain. So when you saw the content of her saying that Britain ended slavery when they never did, they abolished it in Britain and still kept the practice alive and well in their colonies. Uh, I'm sure you corrected her, right? Since, since you're a Brit and, and, and you know history and you're so pro-blackity, black, 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 right? England stopped slavery. Yes, y'all. Yes, this dumb just said that England stopped slavery. Hold up. Stopped without England. They they policed. Okay. They had no real real incentive to stop it mm -hmm. because um, they really didn't have that many slaves. Gotcha. And um, damn, so you rocked with a racist for two plus years. She was cutting your check. You were fine with it. She was dissing foundational Black Americans all the while, and you were fine with it. And now you want us to believe that you're pro-black and you're for the people and you're trying to unify the diaspora and shit. Okay, let's watch the actor put on an act. But there comes a time when we're all at a crossroad and have to make a decision. And sometimes that decision can affect you morally, it can affect you spiritually, and it can affect you financially. And it could affect your public perception for years to come i.e. when you made the decision to do all this buck dancing. My name's Charmaine. More like any kind of guy. <laughs> so easy! What? Can I get a number so I can touch on that bum bum? <laughs> can I get the number so I can touch on that bum bum? Yeah, you, you made a decision, Sarah. You made a decision to do that. And have to make a decision. And sometimes that decision can affect you morally, it can affect you spiritually, and it can affect you financially. But it's a decision that we can't shy away from. Now, recently, Just Pearly Things has been caught up in some... Kind of like when you made the decision to kiss a man, huh, Sarah? You can't shy away from that shit. The character was a bisexual character. Right. Which was a... Kind of hard to play it in the beginning. I can imagine. But then I kind of got used to it. Kind of got used... It's like, well, we spoke to the director and said, we want to do this in one take. We don't want to have to kiss each other more than once, right? <laughs> so um, the director said, okay, fine. As long as you do it, good. It's like, well, we spoke to the director. Mm, choices. Hey, shout out to the West Coast. E40 said, what? Everybody got choices. Everybody got choices. Controversy. Why? She has interviewed avid racist and known racist Nick Fuentes. He is also an anti-Semite. What did Pearl... She interviewed a known racist named Nick Fuentes and an anti-Semite. On the other hand, Cherio Bollocks, idnit, idnit, governor. I worked for a racist for two plus years and collected income for her. <laughs> and I decided to turn a blind eye when she made disparaging remarks about foundational black americans oh oh isn't this the pot calling the kettle black do when she interviewed him what she done is that she laughed with him and seems to agree with a lot of his point talk about instances of like when they initially freed this i will say i don't even think he's much of a good actor because all i'm seeing are the clips of him playing uh hood roles or you know something that's pretty much b-level i don't see anything you know, Academy Award worthy. I don't I don't see that at all. And the fact that 
yeah, you were working for two years with this woman after she showed you her true colors. So it, it, it's looking bad for him all around. Okay. It really is. And this is just more of a uh, reason why you just cannot be all about getting money at the expense of your own image, at the expense of your own people, and basically at the expense of your own of your own self. I mean, he has to live with the fact that he kissed a man. After he said cut, you still got to live with that crap. You still do. Like Will Smith, six degrees of separation. Will Smith was banging another man. I don't care what anybody, he was banging another man. He was caught in bed with a man and he was, I can't even gonna say the word because I don't even want those images back in my mind again. But that's what he, you know, you don't forget that. Slaves, there were some slaves that felt so indebted to their owners that they would travel across states to pay them back and they actually had a really good relationship yeah. with them. Now, if she had said some of these things about the Jewish community. Oh, guys. So Sarah's gonna pretend like he's down for FBAs and he's defending us and shit. Meanwhile, he was cool with her saying shit like that for years. She made content like that nine months ago, ten times worse. And Sarah never said nothing then, y'all. Sarah didn't say a damn thing then. I said slavery wasn't like that. Some of them had like good relationships with their owners, and you looked at me like I was crazy. Yeah. You're in a position where they have this whole plantation. What do they do? They let them go free. What's going to happen? They're, they're not self-sufficient. Yeah. I got not self-sufficient, but they built their own town. Wow. Wow. I give Pearl a little bit of credit where credit's due. At least she's consistent with her racist views. And you knew what her views were. You knew that she was biased, prejudiced, racist, white supremacist. And you only chose to speak out against it when your contract negotiations failed. Ooh, Sarah, you got some slaying in a do. She would have been cancelled in a hot minute. Ask Kyrie Irving. Ask Kanye West. Now, this isn't about the Jewish community. This is about us. Okay? And so uh, something you say us when you sold out your own people. How could you say that? How could there be an us? You know, some blacks, you have blacks that do that. They sell out to white supremacy. And when things don't go their way, they come back to the black community. You can't do that. You'll have blacks that will allow it, but you have other blacks with a backbone will say, get the hell out of here. We don't want to sell out. Turncoat. So us, who the fuck is us? Now, when it benefits you, when you can't make no money with Pearl, and your channel's fucking trash with no views. And now you want to act like you're blackity black, black, wokey, woke, woke. Now you want to get to a new bag. Now you want to get to a new grift. Now there's an us. Now there's an us. But I got the receipts of you making content as recent as a year ago. Talking about black folks have an identity crisis in America. 
Look at Black Wall Street. They got blown up, guys. I will say the fact that you have blacks that will go want to identify as Egyptians. You have blacks who want to identify as Moors. You have blacks who want to identify as black Israelites. You have blacks that want to say the black man is God. The black woman is God. So with that, I don't think he's wrong with that. You blacks don't know who you are, guys. This elitist ass tether babble. But now when it benefits him, he's down that for the cause. Pearl decided to make an apology video, which was in my personal point of view, disingenuine and a PR stunt. And all in all, it came from- but What about what you're doing? Isn't that a PR stunt? Pot calling the kettle black. Aren't you doing a PR stunt right now, Mr. Garvey? That's funny, because that's exactly what this video is. Disingenuous and a PR stunt. Because if you were actually about what you're talking about, you would have never fucking worked with her for two plus years. You've been to this bitch's house dozens of times. Word is you invited your son over to meet the racist bitch and shit. You was down with Massa. You was down with protecting the Plantation Podcast, helping it grow, helping it flourish, as long as you had a seat where? As long as you had a seat in the house next to the big boss. During slavery, when black people like me talked to the slaves, they didn't kill them. They'd send some old house negro along behind him to undo what he said. You have to read the history of slavery to understand this. There were two kinds of Negroes. There was that old house Negro and the field Negro. And the house Negro always looked out for his master. When the field Negroes got too much out of line, he held them back in check. He put them back on the plantation. The house Negro could afford to do that because he lived better than the field Negro. He ate better, he dressed better, and he lived in a better house. He lived right up next to his master in the attic or the basement. He ate the same food his master ate. You telling me Sara only had a problem with Pearl's racism when he got demoted from being a house Negro and he became a field Negro? Oh, he damn. Damn that. Wow. That hurt. <clears throat> that felt different. <sighs> Basically, that's what it was. He was getting good with Pearl. Things were going well. Until she wanted to put the shackles on him. 70% was of his revenue was going to go to her and he would keep like what 30%. He wasn't going to put on those shackles and then he went on and just try to expose her. He was a good old house negro. He was getting paid fees. In this instance I would say slavery is a choice. He chose slavery until you know, he saw them shackles and how deep the slavery was going to go under Hannah. He said he wasn't on no no 360 contract, but as soon as she demoted your ass to field nigga, oh, let me put on my turtleneck and where's my African pendant? Let me blow it off. <laughs> yeah, guys, I'm, I'm black. Sh should, I, sh should I wear the hat? No, no, it's, it's too much if I wear the hat. Uh, I'm, I'm good like this. Guys, guys, Pearl. Pearl's a colonizer. What the fuck? You've been known about this shit. And mind you, eight months ago, when I was trying to dismantle her empire, you were working for it. 
You tether babies aren't built like us foundationals. It's apparent. It's apparent. Place of deception. Guys, people say that stuff about me. They say I'm sexist. They say I'm a misogynist. And, you know, I really just like to give people the benefit of the doubt when I interview them. I, I don't go into interviews trying to interrogate someone. I just more try to listen and see where they're coming from. Um, in hindsight, that wasn't smart. And in hindsight, um, I should have had someone, you know, maybe Sarah Garvey. Maybe Sarah Garvey because Sarah Garvey is my token black fake woke guy. So maybe it would have looked better if I had my token black fake woke guy there, but I didn't. Come on now. She didn't have a darkie in her pocket. Um, maybe another content creator that could have pushed back more and really was more educated on the topics that he was talking about than I was. Because I certainly was not an expert in any of the stuff that he was talking about. Now, I've been on social media for a while, and I have done interviews with the likes of Tommy Robinson, Sargon of Akkad, politicians like Lee Jasper, and also Lin May and people from the music. Hey, y'all, check it, check it. You see how selective he is with his track record? You see how selective he is with his resume? Don't get it twisted. Saras Coon ass. Saras Uncle Tom ass. He was doing videos with white folks dissing foundational black Americans. He did a video where he sat across from a white man and spoke about how African-Americans are very good victims. This man sat across from a white man for six and a half minutes and dogged us out and spoke to the white man about how us foundational blacks are such good victims. But now he wants to act like he's pro-blackity-blackity-black. He's, he's connecting the diaspora. Oh, Lord. I got the receipts on you, you little bitch boy. You thought you can open your mouth against us and you wasn't going to get the repercussions. I'm sorry if it came a year late. I'm sorry if it came a few years late, but you're going to get this work. Like so solid. Mega Man, to be exact. Now, Pearl was reacting to my content. Who are these people? He forgets that they're not known in the U.S. They really don't pull no weight. Sorry. And prior to coming to the U.K. And so when she came to the U.K., I was very interest in, interested in the content that she would actually put out. And it just so happened that she was putting out content that I was interested in. Similar to what the late, great Kevin Samuels actually put out. No, it just so happened that you are a COINTELPRO Negro and Pearl offered you a bag to get access to the Black Brits and you gave them up. You gave them up. And I understand it because I myself had been embroiled in court cases and things of that nature when it comes to the mother of my son and understand that the gynocentric order in which we live in is something that needs to be spoken about. So when she came to London, she said that she wanted to make, to make a podcast. And I said, no problem. Okay, let's talk about it. And I decided to feature on her show. Now, when I featured on her show, because of my following in the UK, people would tune in. So essentially, I... You helped this racist bitch get her following in the UK. Pearl would not be where she is today if it wasn't for this token-ass Sambo COINTELPRO Negro. 
Look how these tethers forsake us. That's why Pearl went across the pond to do her show, because she know us foundationals ain't going for that shit. No, 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 no. But this man's going to come up here dressed like he's militant and shit, dressed like he's with the cause. Meanwhile, later on in the stream, we're going to run the fucking receipts on his ass. He's talking about we got identity crisis. He's talking about African-Americans are good victims as he's sitting across from a white man dogging us out. When have you ever seen a foundational black American sit across from a white person and dog out some Africans, dog out some Nigerians, dog out some black Brits? We don't fucking care about y'all like that. Y'all aren't even on our radar, but we are certainly on yours. Oh, we, we, we are certainly on yours. Come on. <laughs> certainly, certainly. He doing damage control posts today about reparations oh, and shit. Man's is pressed. Pearl, grow her channel. Okay? I was on there week to week, and I was um, working with her based on a fee. So the tragic death of Kevin Samuels happened, and there was a vacuum within the Manosphere space. Who was it going to be filled by? It was actually filled by just pearly things along with other content creators. Now, I believe that the reason why this space was filled is because Kevin Samuels had a large following of black men. And these black men were essentially fed up with the way feminism had taken over their community. And you saw that void, you saw that power vacuum, and you couldn't fill it, black man? You've been on YouTube for 10 plus years and you couldn't start talking that Manosphere shit and build a platform. You had to go to Hannah Pearl Davis's apartment and sit on her couch to get put on. Oh, but you're the veteran. This is the similar stuff with King Riches. Why can King Riches just take up the mantle? Why couldn't, I mean, he'd been talking about that stuff, but it kind of seems the same way. You just kind of, you did bow down. You just didn't sign the contract. The contract went your way. We probably wouldn't be having these conversations. I probably wouldn't be doing this reaction video right now. So more and more comes out. The facts about Sarah Garvey is kind of suspect. Really, really suspect. And then the game. Oh, Lord, make it make sense. Specifically, they're women. So when he died, there was a vacuum and a lot of black men looking for content like this. And it was filled by Pearl. And I believe that Pearl rose to fame because she herself was the opposite of what those men had been seeing. She was a white woman. She wasn't the types of women that they had been seeing. And essentially, he doing all this talking about Pearl. He ain't once going to call her racist. He ain't going to once call her white supremacist. But he has no problem saying Nick Fuentes is a racist and a white supremacist. And Pearl agreed with all his talking points. So if she agrees with the talking points of a racist white supremacist, then doesn't that by default, I mean, without even looking in, our, in her archive of all the videos that she deleted, where she's trying to dog us out, without even looking into all that, just by the fact that she co-signed all the racist shit Nick said, wouldn't that by default? Yeah. Like there, there's writings from... I can't remember. It's someone who's like the statue they wanted taken down. And yeah, yeah. Like you remember when they were mm -hmm. tearing all. So this mm -hmm. guy, he, and he wrote that he didn't like slavery, but he felt responsible to take care of the slave. Like he didn't. Mm -hmm.
You knew about all this shit. You knew she was racist. You knew she was a slavery denier. You knew it all. You even say in this video, you try to give her a book about how uh, Britain colonized Africa and she dismissed it. You're sitting across from a racist day in and day out and you expect us to believe that you didn't know she was racist. You didn't know how she really acts until the Nick Fuentes interview. You over there being invited to sex parties and shit. You was down with the get down, brother. You was down with the get down. But as soon as the contract negotiations don't go your way, oh, FBA, all of us got to come together. I'm blackity, black, black, wokeity, woke, woke. But wait until we get into the footage where you're sitting across from a white man talking about what again? Talking about how African-Americans are very good victims. Oh, okay. Was regurgitating Kevin Samuels' content. So I began working with Pell, and from the beginning, I started to think that maybe this girl has a colonial mindset. Now, we all know that we don't want to be paranoid, so I kept working with her. However, the more I worked with her is the more that I saw. She had a colonial-type viewpoint. You see how he dances around it like a prissy little faggoty bitch? Do you see how he's sitting up here like he's the most militant of the cosplaying as Tupac Shakur and shit? Oh, they love to jack our FBA swag. Come on. And he's gonna she has like a she has like a colonial mindset. No, she's racist. And you just admit it that you discovered that she was racist and had this colonial mindset. When did you discover it? Was it a month too? Was it but that's pretty low to invite your son to see a racist. You know she's racist and you let your son be around her. You don't know what she thinks about your son. She could have easily me tooed you like she mute like she me tooed her black coach. She could have me tooed you like she me tooed her black security guard when she tried to lie about a Pacific black woman who she claimed was stalking her when she wasn't. Was it in month six? Was it in month eight? Was it in the 12th month? Why did you continuously overlook her racism and her prejudice? Oh, because you were getting paid. Oh, what does that make you? That makes you a whore for clout. Oh, what does that make you? That makes you a fucking sellout. And after running the receipts on your ass, I'm not surprised. <laughs> problems you see in the states us foundationals we got a special way that we roast y'all we got a special unique way that we pick y'all tethers apart and you don't want this smoke that, that's why you put out those posts earlier today damage control when it came to black people and i had to school her a few times 
on what it was like to be black and the black experience and also what slavery and colonization was actually like. Do you think that historical catastrophes must be compensated for? No. No. That's stupid. <laughs> so then, I'm not saying, I'm not agreeing or disagreeing. Yeah. So then, how come there were groups of people that got compensated? What did he say? Did he really just pussyfoot around Massa and say, well, I'm not going to agree or disagree? I'm not going to say I agree. This black man going to sit across from the white girl and say what? Experience and also what slavery and colonization was. Did, you just do the, did he just do the same thing that black girl did when she was, when uh, Perlithan was talking about Thomas Sowell? Yeah. Yeah, he did the same thing. This guy has no spine. No, no scruples, no spine. It's actually like. Do you think that historical catastrophes must be compensated for? No. No. That's stupid. <laughs> so then, it's zero pushback. I thought he's supposed to be Mr. Garvey. He ain't got some gems to drop on this pasty bitch. He ain't got nothing to retort that with. He just gonna segue right past that. I'm not saying you know, I just had a thought when he talks about black people in America has an identity crisis. He also has an identity crisis because you're picking a title of a man who had a backbone and he doesn't have a backbone. You can't pick titles of people who stand for strength, courage, and don't mince words with white supremacy. Yet you mince your words with white supremacy. So he's the last person to talk about black people in America having an identity crisis. Yet you pick the title, the last name of a freedom fighter that had a backbone, but you have no backbone. I'm not agreeing or disagreeing. Yeah. I'm, I'm not agreeing or disagreeing. Oh, how he toes the line, y'all. Oh, how he rides the fence, y'all. And when it's convenient for him, he'll hop off the fence and choose a side. So then, how come there were groups of people that got compensation then? Okay. For instance, like Jewish people, Chinese people, Japanese people mm -hmm. with the with mm -hmm. the with the bonds. Like there were groups of people who mm -hmm. got compensated. I don't know. <laughs> so it wasn't fair. What? Well, I'm talking about like when I when I think about group, I think about reparations. Mm. So I don't. I mean, maybe if if the people were still alive today, like I don't know, maybe. Mm. But like. And he's not giving her no pushback. He's not giving her nothing. Y'all, if y'all saw my reaction of the interview she did with Hotep Jesus, Hotep Jesus is a foundational black American. So is it a big surprise that Hotep Jesus had pushback for her ass when she was trying to deny reparations? Hotep Jesus walked her through mental exercises, told her tax exemptions. How about this? How about that? He put that bitch to the fire. But this token tether, oh, he, I don't agree or disagree. Hmm, that's interesting, Massa. Hmm, yes, yeah, Apuro, that's, that's very, very interesting. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that thumbnail. You make a lot of sense, bro. That thumbnail is killing me. <laughs> it fits the title. It just fits this type of live stream. It does. You said historical. I thought you meant like at the past. I in the past, the yeah. So, like in the past, so like people talk about slavery. So in the past, you yeah. know, the Holocaust uh, happened. Uh, Sarah Garvey is a fucking whore for clout. There ain't one pro-black bone in his body. He is a whore for clout. He's a fucking sellout. You know why I say that? You know why I say that with such passion, such conviction? Well, once again, let's run through some goddamn receipts. 
Let me go ahead and share my screen with you, y'all. Let me go ahead and share my screen with you. Over the last two weeks, over the last two weeks, I have been on Pearl's motherfucking neck. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two, twenty-three, twenty-four, twenty-five, twenty-six, twenty-seven, twenty-eight, twenty-nine, thirty. Thirty videos. This one's ten hours. That one's eight hours. That one's two hours. Twenty videos. Over 60 hours of footage of me dragging, roasting, and exposing this bitch. Sabra claims he's not rocking with her. Sabra claims he's against her. Why has this motherfucker only released one video, y'all? This man got his channel copyright striked. She's threatening to sue him. Shout out to y'all who are day ones. Put a one in the chat if y'all remember when I went through the same thing. With Anton Daniel sending me false copyright strikes, threatening to sue me. The lead attorney sent me false copyright strikes, threatening to sue me. Dennis Sperling sent me false copyright strikes, threatening to sue me. And guess what happened during the course of all that controversy? I was on the fucking neck streaming about them multiple times a day. But we got Sarah Garvey, who puts out one video... Gets almost 200,000 views. Probably made him a good bag when it comes to the AdSense, right? And now he's radio silent. Now he's not really... I mean, I mean, he's on this marketing PR tour. He wants you guys to contribute to his cash app and, and go subscribe to his second channel, Sarah Speaks, and yada, yada. But for a nigga who came out like he's so pro-black, like he's about to drop the T, like he has even more to come, you've been real, real quiet, Sarah. You did some bullshit interview with O'Shea, which was sketchy as fuck because, for one, y'all peep how that wasn't a live interview. Y'all peep how that was a pre-recorded interview that they then dropped as a premiere. Peep game. Then on top of that, when you do the interview with O'Shea, you really didn't say nothing. You really didn't say nothing new. You really didn't say nothing against Pearl. You really didn't drop no new tea. The only thing that you told us that was new was some shit about Mammy Jenny passing around bananas for bitches to suck on. You like to divulge about that? I'm gonna say this, okay? Um, there was a grown black woman, twice Pearlie's age, okay? Handing out bananas. Mm-hmm because we already got black women and bananas, right? So we have a black woman, twice Pearlie's age, handing out bananas to all of the women in the party and saying to them they, they, that they are supposed to show the party, strangers, people that they don't know, how to suck their man's... Look at him putting on an act speaking with diction at certain parts that he wants to insinuate and provide extra vocal inflection on. Such a good act. Sarah, we don't give a fuck about bitches sucking on a banana while they drunk at a party. We care about that racist bitch. I thought you were supposed to come out with some news on the racist bitch. She dragging you. She suing you. You ain't got shit to say, Sarah. I done made 20 videos, about 60 hours of footage. Mind you, I was exposing her eight months ago while you were working for Massa. Oh, we built different.
We built real, real different, Sarah. And you really ain't got shit to say about her now. You did your one video. You did your one PR move to seem like you're the fucking next best leader in the black community across the diaspora. All that fake shit you did. And you really ain't said nothing new about Pearl. Matter of fact, he was on Instagram the other day crying about Pearl. Oh, he was on Instagram the other day saying, guys, look what Pearl's doing to me, guys. Know how I called her out and I called her a colonizer and, and I and I backstepped my massa, who I was rocking with for a few years, right? Um, um, but, but guys, look, Pearl, Pearl's deleting me from all of her videos, guys. So oh, what? is he just a whore for clout? Does he just care about the clout? If you haven't made any new allegations or dropped any receipts on Pearl, you're leaving that to me to do the heavy lifting, right? Yeah, thanks. You really ain't got shit to say about Pearl. You never really called her a racist or a white supremacist. You said she had a colonial mindset. And now you're crying like a little hoe on Instagram because she's deleting you from her channel after you bit the hand that fed you? Oh, Lord. Let's hear Sarah cry. Moment in time is she has attempted to erase me from the history of her live shows. When myself and Pearl normally worked, it was normally on a live show. So what she has attempted to do. Why are you crying like a baby back bitch about her deleting you from past live streams? Guys, I'm a one man show, but if I ever collaborated with someone and then out the blue, they talked a bunch of shit about me, even though they was rocking with me for years and they was down with everything I was down with. I would delete them from the channel too. We ain't gonna give you free promo, but God damn it, he's just a whore for clout. All he cares about the clout because now he's making this video crying about getting deleted from the racist bitches channel. So you thought you was gonna go out against Pearl and still be on her channel getting free promo? Oh my God, he wanted this cake and he wanted to eat it too. Is erase my YouTube tag from uh, any titles on the videos and what she's also attempted to do is to remove any thumbnails that had me uh, showing within is anybody surprised by that y'all sabra's acting like he's so shocked y'all so sabra's acting like he shows what, what the hell are we talking about here did you think she was going to keep you on her channel and you're really going to cry on instagram about no longer being on the plantation podcast Oh my God, guys, I guess he really was just a disgruntled employee after all. I guess he's really not a revolutionary after all. Not when I got footage of him talking cash money shit about us. You're trying to build your Wakanda, quote unquote. You're trying to build your Wakanda in um, America, which the people on Black Wall Street tried in, 19, in the 1920s it's been already shown to you that it can be destroyed. You're trying to build. My thing is like, he, he did a great documentary on how Islam treats black people. He could do another documentary. He could do documentary. He's talented, you know, to do those things. So he can make his money doing that way. He can rebrand himself doing that. He doesn't need Pearl. He's been around longer than Pearl. Or maybe it's the fact that, you know, he's an actor. And I think sometimes for actors, you have to be a little bit narcissistic 
in order to survive. Maybe he's just thinking it's all about him. And that's how he was since he was working with this racist woman for two years. And he's looking at all the money he's losing. But you would be losing money anyway if you decided if you decided to sign that contract. So he has to just be a man, pick up his balls, and find a way to reinvent himself. Your Wakanda, Kwong. Jesus Christ. But now he's going to cry because the white girl took his tags off the YouTube channel. The thumbnail. She knows that there were two shows on her channel. One was called The Pregame, and the other one was called The Great Area. The Great Area was a show with myself and Pearl. And we arranged that via her management. There is written confirmation of the fact that we would be co-hosting the Great Area. What you have here is when Pearl, 10 months ago, left the country and she asked me to sit in on as host of her show. And oh, you was a good house Negro. You got to sit in when Master Pearl went on vacation. Oh, say it ain't so. Say it ain't so. You was rocking with her. You helped her build the Plantation podcast. You looked out for it when she was away. God damn it, y'all. We got to listen to Malcolm again. During slavery, when black people like me talked to the slaves, they didn't kill them. They sent some old house Negro along behind him to undo what he said. You have to read the history of slavery to understand this. There were two kinds of Negroes. There was that old house Negro and the field Negro. And the house Negro always looked out for his master. When the field Negroes got too much out of line, he held them back in check. He put them back on the plantation. The house Negro could afford to do that because he lived better than the field Negro. He ate better, he dressed better, and he lived in a better house. He lived right up next to his master in the attic or the basement. He ate the same food his master ate and wore his same clothes. And he could talk just like his master, master, good diction. And he loved his master more than his master loved himself. That's why he didn't want his master hurt. If the master got sick, he'd say, what's the matter, boss, we sick? When the master's house caught a fire, he'd try and put the fire out. He didn't want his master's house burned. He and when Pearl went on vacation, he was master, huh? He was the big boss. Come on, y'all. Make it make sense. When Pearl now plays like she doesn't know what colonization is and she doesn't know what slavery is and she says these insensitive statements, in that video, I actually attempted to give her a book. It was called How Europe Underdeveloped Africa. I've read it myself. She semi-dismissed that book. Peep game. But if she dismissed the book, that was time to cut her off. You can't be pro-black and this is how you act. You still kept working with her. After she clearly showed you she does not like black people. He ain't once called her a racist. He ain't once called her a white supremacist. The best he said against her was that she has a colonial mindset. These tethers that want to ride the fence, these tethers are dangerous, y'all, because it's a tether like him that got Pearl where she is today. If it wasn't for Sara giving her the UK endorsement, giving her access to, to the Black Brits, Pearl would not be where she is today. So we gotta hold Sara accountable. She kind of dismissed that book. 
And then she went on with herself to go and interview a man like Nick Fuentes. Pearl has Africans that work for her. Now, Nigeria has many issues. Now, the disparity in Nigeria has rich and poor people living. If Nigeria has so many issues and that's where your people is, then why don't you stick to talking about Nigeria and their fucking issues? Why don't you keep our issues out of your musty ass mouth? Don't talk about reparations. Don't talk about the fact you think we have an identity crisis. Why don't you worry about what the fuck SARS is doing to y'all? Y'all, go ahead and Google capital S-A-R-S. It's a police force in Nigeria, not of white folks, of black Africans, of black Nigerians, who is fucking up the local Nigerian populace. And what are they doing? They begging for us foundationals. They begging for Beyonce and Jay-Z to send them relief aid and shit and to highlight their plight. But they want to dog us when their country's in shambles, don't even have paved roads. Your family fled because they're chicken shit. And now you live in the evil empire. And while you're in the evil empire, working on plural's plantation, you and a dog foundational black Americans across the pond. Oh no, no, no. I got something for that ass. Guest on the bread line. And Pearl has these types of people working for her. They edit her videos. They make her thumbnails. So. Look what I have here. This is evidence to show how hard my Americans work. No, 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 hold on. You forgot, yeah? This is how hard my white Americans work. Oh, yeah, sorry. Our yeah, white we're hard work. And I'm sorry if I don't know where the fuck uh, he's from. I don't think he even knows where he's from. This motherfucker's so indoctrinated, brainwashed, whitewashed. He probably identifies as a Brit, probably leaves black out of it. Come on now. Y- y'all saying he's Jamaican? That's even worse. Y- y- y'all know what's going on in Jamaica? With the gangs and the robbery and their whole country relies on Western tourism to survive? Oh, Lord, oh, Lord. But your people fled the island of Jamaica. You wanted to go to Britain. And for some reason, you just couldn't keep your musty mouth shut. You had to speak about foundational Black Americans. You, you just had to speak negatively about our achievements here in America. You're trying to build your Wakanda, quote unquote descendants of slaves to FBA, which is foundational black Americans. So so they don't like Caribbeans and they don't. We have a disdain. Now he's going to speak for us and tell us that we don't like Caribbeans. We don't like Africans. What the fuck are you talking about? When have we ever made a video talking about the Jamaican identity crisis? The Nigerians are getting their ass beat by SARS. The whole continent in Africa is enslaved to the Chinese and the Brits. When are we making content like that? Which you- Pretty much. And you have the Chinese businessman going over to Africa and making black women single mothers, then going back to China and leaving those women single mothers. He's not talking about that. You trying to make it seem like we got some smoke for y'all? No, it's completely one-sided. It is com- completely wholeheartedly one-sided. And as always, I got the receipts. Y'all be saying some real reckless shit out of your musty fucking mouths. Why are they uh, an overwhelming amount of Black American children in the foster care? Why are there so many Black men in prison? Ma'am, 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 why do you run from the question? of why your people are over there starving in mass to the point where you have to flee. Why? 
you want us to believe that we got an issue with y'all? I ain't heard a foundational Black American call an African a nigger, but I've heard Africans call us niggers. Listen, listen, one second, one second. There's no llamas in Africa. Llamas are found in Asia, you dumbass nigger. Instead of resorting to your fourth grade, you know, jokes, let's have a grown-up conversation. All right, nigger? But let Sara tell it, we got smoke for y'all. We don't like y'all. We be welcoming y'all fresh off the banana boat with open arms. What the fuck are you talking about? Y'all are the ones practicing that xenophobia and shit. My Africans from the continent. Oh, Where are you from? Where am I from? I'm from New York. Why? Why? Why would y'all like? Where is stuff? your family from? From Jamaica. Okay. Shut the fuck up and respect foundational black Americans. You I'm not Trump respecting there. none of that coon shit. What are you talking about? The, the coon is you and Why? your coward fucking family that had to bounce Ooh. because you failed in Ooh. Jamaica, nigga. That's because we failed in Jamaica? You Ooh. failed in fucking Jamaica. And I can't really back Tariq Nasheed because he turned the hidden clothes, the hidden history museum into a nightclub. Okay? Before anybody comes to me, do the Jews turn their Holocaust museum into a nightclub? into a dance hall. No, they don't. So just keep your mouth closed. Let's just keep it moving. And then what yeah. happened in, What happened to everybody that's in America? Nigga, we still here, we fighting. Still here fighting. That's what we do. We didn't <laughs> run like so, bitches. So you, you ran yeah. like a bitch. So FBA, wait, FBA. Did, I'm did, saying you Wait, no, I'm going to ask you. I'm going to ask you. Let me ask you. You ran like a bitch. Let me ask you something. And then I love how Sarah chooses to edit up and clip that out out of context. He sure didn't provide the footage where for hours and hours them Africans was coming after Tariq saying a whole bunch of racist shit. Hey, he didn't include none of this footage, right? So convenient. Listen, listen, one second, one second. There's no llamas in Africa. Llamas are found in Asia, you dumbass nigger. Instead of resorting to your fourth grade, you know, jokes, let's have a grown-up conversation. All right, nigger? Oh, Sara just skipped that part in the discussion, and he just wants to get to where Tariq's dogging him. Oh, real convenient, Sara. Real convenient. FBA. I'm telling you. No, no, don't ask me. No, 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 no because I'm tasking you. Your family. Yo, FBA support Malcolm X? Nigga, your family ran like Yo, does FBA support Malcolm X? You ain't at liberty to say nothing I'm saying, about foundation of black Americans. Nigga, Malcolm X was half foundational black American. You ain't got nothing to do with Malcolm X. You say he was half? Yes, he was. But his his whole, dad was the foundation of black America. The whole thing his that he talking about came from a Jamaican nigga. What are you talking about? Nigga, first of all, Marcus Garvey. So now he just tried to say that Malcolm X got his whole, got all his shit from Jamaica. Look at how they tether to us. Look at how they try to cling to our history and claim it as their own. Just the other day, I heard some Jamaicans say some dumb shit about Jamaicans started hip-hop music. No, you fucking didn't. Try again. Y'all get credit for dance hall. Dance hall and hip hop, two different things, dummy. He was a Jamaican. He said y'all weren't shit. Marcus Garvey didn't get shit popping in Jamaica. He got it popping here. Y'all try to tell the Marcus Garvey lie. Marcus Garvey left Jamaica in disgust because of coons like your bitch ass. She's a Nigerian immigrant. And we've told you over and over again about those Nigerian bedwinches and coons who come over here who can't wait to get up under white mommy and zaddy and throw shit on American black people. And that's all she does. She
And when we asked those tethers, why did you flee your country? Why are you now living in a Western superpower instead of your native land? What do they say? Oh, oh, it's it's the government. It's the government. It's the government. DNA tests. You will show who you are. What the fuck are you talking about? It's, it's the government. Talking about. Did, did this dumbass fake pro-black thought leader just really bring up a DNA test? Oh my gosh, you African tethers are real behind on the curve. You know us foundationals don't rock with no goddamn DNA tests. The DNA tests that then steals your DNA on some Henrietta Lax type shit and sells it to pharmaceutical companies so they can get rich off your black ass? You're talking about the DNA tests that have been proven to be fraudulent? Because there's no way... It, it's not scientifically viable for you to take a swab of inside someone's cheek and then they tell you you're 10% Yoruba and you're 15%. That's fucking fake. That's pseudoscience. We are foundational black Americans through our paperwork, through our lineage. And this coon really just sat up here and started talking about DNA tests. DNA tests. Oh, Lord. And I'm sure it will come back that you are actually from Africa. Your DNA, your genetic line will be from uh, Africa. I've watched African-Americans say that they're Hebrews, the original Hebrews. I've watched them say that they're original Muslims. And I'm just wondering when we're going to get to a time um, for quote-unquote African-Americans to understand who they are. Um, the history of... When are we going to get to a time where you Jamaican tethers stop fleeing from your own country? When are we going to get to a time where y'all stand up and fight for yourself in your own motherland instead of acting like a little bitch and immigrating to Britain or Canada or America? Why don't y'all stay and fight like we do? Oh, if only y'all stayed and fought like we do. Black people in America is a, um, it's not a happy uh, history. So as far as we know, they were taken from the continent of Africa they were brought over on slave ships and they were made into the current people that we have there today. False. You don't know history, you fucking imbecile. First of all, first of all, it is literally impossible and highly improbable that the transatlantic slave trade happened in the way they tell you in history books. They want us to believe that we were packed like fucking sardines and then took a voyage across the oceans. There was no uh, powered boats. It was all off a of sail. It was all off of the, the currents of the ocean and where the wind blows. And and I'll, I'll simply drop a gem on you with this. Um, if we were all packed in there like sardines, right? Where did they store the food and the water? Where, where was all the food and the water for all these people that allegedly were packed like sardines shackled on top of each other and survived a trip across the ocean? Where was the food and the water for them to make the journey? You can't drink salt water. You sure do have to have a lot of water and food on hand. Oh, man, logistically, this shit don't make sense. Oh, say it ain't so. So when he wants to talk about, oh, we think we're this and then we're that and we're that. No, we are the American Indians who have been misclassified again and again and again and again and again. But hey, he has a colonial mindset because he don't know that apparently.
Apparently, he just believes whatever he watches on the BBC because he don't know a damn thing about American history. Really making it seem like every Black person in the States is descended from slaves. No. It's physically impossible. Mind you, they don't even have a single slave ship that they can show us a picture of. Guess what? They had photography when slavery was still going on. They had the ability to take photos. There's plenty of photos. No photos of a slave ship. Mm. Man, not not one in a museum. Oh, man. But but let him tell it. We're all from Africa and, and we should just shut up and obey these African tethers that aren't even in Africa no more, that fled the continent and now live over in the UK. Oh, man, they got some kind of superiority complex. Right. And so during that time, Africa was demonized in their eyes. They didn't want to be seen as African because Africans lived in mud huts and you know, were around campfires, probably burning, cooking people in cauldrons and all this kind of stuff. That was the, the narrative, but we live in the information age, right? So the information as to who you are can actually be found. However, it seems like a lot of African-Americans, not all, um, when I look at this identity crisis that they're going through, have chosen to become um, anything but what they are genetically. If we were to go back, what the fuck are you talking about? Have you ever even been to America? Have you ever even spoken to a black American before? And I'm not talking about running into one on the internet. What, what kind of lived experience is he coming from? Or is he just spouting some racist shit he read in a book over in the UK? He speaks like he's such an authoritative figure and he's talking out of his ass. And he should be the last one talking about an identity crisis when all I got to do is click a button on your ass. <laughs> My name's Charmaine. More like any kind of guy. So easy. Can I get a number so I can touch on that bumper? <laughs> Mr. Nice Guy can't put it down like me. Well, I've always kind of been a sucker for a bad guy. Yeah, he's always been a sucker for a bad guy. Back to 1921, and we go back to Tulsa, Oklahoma, and we go back to what they call Black Wall Street. Um, black people in America um, were millionaires. They were doing very well, you know, after you know, after slavery and, you know, they built a whole town in Tulsa, Oklahoma. So now he's going to speak on Tulsa, Oklahoma. Let's see if he knows anything that happened there. Let's see if he knows the true history of what happened with the Tulsa, Oklahoma riots and massacres. Let's see. Which was subsequently burnt to the ground and bombed from the sky by the KKK and um, other hate groups, the police, etc., etc. I'm not saying that black people in america do not have a stake in america they do they have a stake in america and i get that what the fuck are you talking about you brought up one of our crowning achievements black wall street you kind of spoke like you were smitten when you said how it was bombed by the kkk and the police and stuff and now and, and now you're saying what we we shouldn't act like we identify with America. What what kind of tether babble is he saying now, y'all? I'm confused. Um, other hate groups, the police, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I'm not saying that black people in America do not have a stake in America. They do. They have a stake in America, and I get that. However, however, 
There is no however. We are foundationals. We have a stake. We built the goddamn country for free 99. So there is no however. What the fuck are you talking about? The, the system that America is has shown them time and time and again that it treats you a certain way. And so for African-Americans to um, sever, sever that tie to Africa, to the continent in which they originally came. What ties do we have to Africa? Y'all are xenophobic against your own kind. Y'all call us akatas, which is a slang term for stray cat or dog. What do you mean our ties to Africa? I ain't never been to Africa. Our ties to Africa? So, so he wants us to just overlook. This guy is really ignorant. I never knew Sarah Garvey was like this. Look, reparations and, and all the injustices here and, and focus on our alleged ties to Africa. Okay. From makes no sense. If you're trying to build your Wakanda, quote unquote, you're trying to build your Wakanda in um, America, which the people on Black Wall Street tried in, 19, in the 1920s, it's been already shown to you that it can be destroyed. For you to only, as a black person in America, to only um, associate yourself with the continent of North. What the fuck is he talking about? How are you tying together Black Wall Street being destroyed and us not acknowledging African ties. How is that even a correlation he's drawing? Is he trying to say that Tulsa wouldn't have gotten bombed if we uh, still acted like we were Pan-Africans? You, you see how well the Pan-African movement worked out, right? What the fuck are you talking about? He's talking out of his ass, y'all. I don't understand how he's equating to the massacre in Tulsa, Oklahoma to us not acknowledging African heritage. What the fuck are you talking about? And South America would be for me a huge mistake. Um, I think African-Americans should start building bridges with the continent of Africa. As much as Africa, certain parts of Africa has its problems, you don't have the problem of systematic racism in Africa because... We don't have the pro... Oh my gosh, he's, he's full on brainwashed and... You have um, whites coming into Africa, forgot the name of the town they had, but they're trying to make it a whites only town and sad to say you have blacks who are brainwashed and think that it's okay. They're trying to take over Africa, literally. Sarah Garvey really is just showing how foolish she is. Colonized, y'all. He believes that there's not systematic racism in Africa to this day? You ain't never heard of apartheid South Africa, huh, Garvey? <laughs> you ain't never heard of the Dutch Afrikaans, huh? Oh, you don't know how them Africans are getting their ass whooped by three feet tall Asians, huh? But he's trying to say that there's no racial discrimination. They're getting murdered, asking for just a living wage. And Chinese businessmen, business owners are killing black employees. Discrimination in Africa? What? I got to play that back. He don't know what the fuck he's talking about. Meanwhile, he's in Britain. Meanwhile, he's not in Africa. He's in Britain. Down the street from the queen and the royal family. Speaking the queen's English, but he's going to tell us about America and about Africa. and da -da. God damn it.
These motherfuckers, oh, they got a lot of nerve. They got a lot of nerve. They got a lot of nerve. Why would we take any advice from a nigga like you? The character was a bisexual character. Right. Which was a kind of hard to play in the beginning. I can imagine. But then I kind of got used to it. Kind of got used to it. It's like, well, we spoke to the director and said, we want to do this in one take. We don't want to have to kiss each other more than once, right? So um, the director said, okay, fine, as long as you do it, good. It's like, well, we spoke to the director and said, we want to do this. Good victims. You sitting up there with the whites in the UK talking about how we're very good. You were sold out. You were sold, bought, and paid for. Oh, my gosh. There's not a genuine bone in your body. And I shouldn't have believed the hype. I shouldn't have fa uh, fallen for the sensationalism when we had you seemingly blowing the whistle on Pearl. Because really, you, you didn't expose anything. I've been exposing Pearl a thousand times more than you have. And you knew the bitch for two plus years. Make it make sense. Make it make sense. Be like us. Nobody's copying what the fuck y'all doing. in free of that kind of, you know, that negative tunnel vision. So it just becomes like a self-fulfilling prophecy in the end. Or at one least second, I said it won't. RV anymore. You don't even get that respect. I'm going to refer to you as Sarah from now on. So if y'all wonder who I'm talking about when I say Sarah, y'all know who I'm talking about. Sweet little Sarah. Sweet little bottom bitch Sarah. <laughs> yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, believe it or not, um, that was just one of several videos we have from Sarah this evening. So let's keep rolling the tape. Talking about the black identity crisis. Now, I don't know whether it's because black America have been at the bottom of the social economic ladder for such a long time that they've, you know, the, um, the negativity, which is like kind of manifests as, as a result of that has become culturalized to the point where they don't see anything else, but it's just, if I separate my emotions from the equation here, it just sounds like they're moaning all the time. Now, again, I'm, I'm not saying that to kind of have a stab, but there's no moaning all the time. You don't live here. You don't know what's like, wow, moaning all the time. I guarantee you he would not say this to another black man in public, in person. <clears throat> okay. He would not say that to a, a black man that knows black history. These people are very much brainwashed pets of Britain. Brainwashed pets. Nothing seems to come of what they do other than the end result being they're either moaning or they're asking somebody to listen to them. And this is what these African tethers think of us. But he wants us to go live in Africa. Meanwhile, they don't even want to fucking live in Africa. They go move to Europe or Canada or some shit. But they go. The thing is, is like, how are they talking this way when in Britain they're treated just as bad or worse? How are you talking this way? The queen can't even doesn't even respect you people. You bow to a queen. You bow to a queen that destroyed your 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 homeland. And you guys bow like clowns. Don't tell us to move to Africa. Make it make sense. But as you said earlier, it's kind of the idea of like you're asking a snake not to be a reptile. 
and like it's just not going to get you anywhere like ever so i just i quite i don't quite understand why they continually fall for it but it kind of reinforces the idea to me of why so many different sects within the umbrella of the black community choose to remain tribal like you know like i'm half Zimb- i'm half zimbabwe and half grenadian you're fucking from zimbabwe and you got the nerve to talk about people being tribal do you know what is going on in the country of zimbabwe you fucking hypocrite that's why you're over here speaking the queen's english because you fled but you want us to go move and buy land in the place where you fled from make it make sense so i feel like it kind of gives me a bit more of a balanced view without having a bias and both sides will tell me why they choose not to kind of intermingle with each other so I'm kind of an anomaly. Most Africans will say, I'm generalizing there, they won't, or at least I won't say they won't, but they'll be weary of, let's say, the West Indian black culture side because of just their history and how they don't seem to have been able to pull themselves out of. No, we don't have any contempt towards West Indians. We don't care about y'all. We don't think about y'all. We don't sit around on YouTube and make streams about y'all. But y'all are making streams about us. I wonder why. I would say a self-inflicted purgatory at this point, you know, because there just aren't as many barriers there for them that was there in in, in, in the beginning. They just kind of feel that by... Sorry. Do you think a lot of Black people create... Absolutely. Absolutely. I absolutely think they create barriers because it's... it's now they up here trying to say that we create barriers. We create barriers, but you're the one putting out these negative stereotypes about foundationals, right? You're the one out here doing streams with white men, mind you, doing streams with white men titled what? What was that stream called that he did with the white man? Hold on, y'all, let me find it. Um, it's titled, oh wait, I gotta move the comment. It's titled, African Americans are very good victims. You sitting up there with the whites in the UK talking about how we're very good. You were sold out. You were sold, bought, and paid for. Oh, my gosh. There's not a genuine bone in your body. And I shouldn't have believed the hype. I shouldn't have uh, fallen for the sensationalism when we had you seemingly blowing the whistle on Pearl. Because really, you, you didn't expose anything. I've been exposing Pearl a thousand times more than you have, and you knew the bitch for two plus years. Make it make sense. Make it make sense. More easy to push out the negative, a negative emotion, rather than kind of have a you know a self-reflection moment and go, what is it that I'm necessarily doing wrong myself? It's much easier to be have these emotional bursts than kind of say, maybe I'm causing a problem here. Maybe the reason this hasn't been going right for me for so long. Is because there's something which I'm doing. But it- this guy is so stupid. He doesn't read African American history. He doesn't know anything about the news or what goes on in America. Nothing. He does not read. He does not study. He just talks out of his backside. It just seems like all of the different cultural aspects which seem to surround us, all of our role models, and what actually happens to be in our communities just kind of reinforce this idea that we're supposed to be angry it's kind of like way if i walk down the high street and i hear young black youth talking with like american twang and whatnot i can say half to myself with american twang with american twang no we speak how we speak culturally while you're over there speaking like you're harry potter what the fuck is up with that uk twang governor 
Cherio. Is that how how y'all talking Zimbabwe? What the fuck are you talking about? American twang. Oh, this shit gonna get me annoyed. Oh Lord. Let me go ahead and pause the show to acknowledge a cash out that just came through. Thank you so much, Sean. Says for exposing these motherfuckers. Maybe it's the music and stuff, but at the same time, that's reshaping their perception. And once again, they try to shade our music, even though they copy it every chance they get. You dirty ass African immigrants in the UK doing drill music, stabbing each other, throwing acid bombs on each other, and you got the nerve to try to sneak this our music in which you emulate poorly? Of a their individual culture, you know, like they're not being exposed to, um, they're not being exposed to enough elements of creativity that would kind of help them break free of that. Like Mike TV said, most of you guys copy everything they do. So you can't really talk about creativity when you have none yourself. And kind of, you know, that negative tunnel vision. So it just becomes like a self-fulfilling prophecy and they end up creating problems for themselves, you know, because... Uh, Who told you this? What what white man sat your African ass down and told you to regurgitate these negative stigmas and stereotypes? What the fuck are you talking about? Good Lord, good Lord. I got to acknowledge another cash app. Thank you so much, Brandon. I appreciate the contribution. He says, Sara said, what? Yeah. Don't let Sara, don't let Sara dress up and act like he's a revolutionary all of a sudden. When I got four years of footage of you dogging out African Americans, foundational Black Americans, whatever the fuck you want to call us, y'all hate us. Y'all have mad contempt for us. Y'all got a lot of vitriol for us. Who hurt you? Oh, it's that same white man you just worked for for the last two years. Oh, oh, it's that one. Oh, oh, I got you. She didn't re- renew your contract, so, you know. An environment change could change a lot of that, but they just don't see it. They don't uh, see it. Think, do you think that black people in America think that they've monopolized the black experience? Yes, 100%. Um, Guys, we're getting down to the root. These are some jealous-ass fucking tethers. They think us foundational Black Americans have monopolized the Black experience. You're just jealous that we are the trendsetters globally. Y'all are jealous that everybody wants to dance like us, look like us, be like us. Nobody's copying what the fuck y'all doing in Zimbabwe. Y'all ain't setting no trends in Africa. Y'all jealous. That's all it is. Let's just call a spade a spade. Y'all is jealous as fuck. Some of it, on mine, I say, isn't 100% their fault. It's kind of like this. There's a, they, they have like a manufactured brand of what it is to be black. You know, like the whole black exploitation thing and whatnot. Like a lot of that is fake. Like a lot of it, it had never had anything to do with black people. It was kind of like, this is a character type that we're going to give you. What the fuck do you know about black exploitation? you tether in the UK? You ain't never watched Dolomite a day in your life. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, and then, yeah, and then it was just forced for so long. Like, people have grown up within whatever their time was, seen this, viewed it as. Thank you so much, Blue Girl. I appreciate the contribution. Thank you for, for the cash app. This shit is sad. Moxie coming through says it's the government. All right, Moxie, just for you. I'll play it just for you. 
These motherfucking tethers, they always want to bitch and complain when we say, hey, what about your country? They say, all oh, corruption, all oh, colonialism, oh, it's the government. It's the government. It's the fucking imbecile. Mentality. Um, I'm in Birmingham, by the way. And um, I wanted to go and congratulate a friend of mine the other day. So he just got elected for the uh, the Commonwealth Games like next year. Now he's a young lad, like he's um he's got Nigerian heritage, Russian and Nigerian heritage actually. Remember the name Delicious Ori. Remember that's the new Anthony Joshua. But anyway, the same thing, the same thing when you talk to him, like it's a strong Nigerian mentality that comes across with him. Right. There's no complaining, like there's no there's no complaining or oh they did this to me, oh this hurt, oh this isn't right, oh you know it's gonna be funny when you know England, all these other countries, the West starts to fall apart, and then things are gonna get back to way how it was in during harsh slavery times, and then you're gonna be complaining and no one's gonna wanna hear you. All right. But I got some stuff to do. I'm gonna end this stream. Hope you guys um, were informed and educated about Sarah Garvey. I'm disappointed in him very much. And that's about it. Anything you want to know about this channel is in the description box. Like, share, comment, and subscribe. I'm also on Rumble. So the link is in the description box. Okay. Later.